Hi, Darcy. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks, babe. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, welcome to the Pearl of Terror. My name is Pat. And my name's Darcy. Um, today we've got a pretty awful story. Shall we just jump right in? No messing about. Yeah, is it is it a bit of a... Is it got a lot of details in this one? It's... Okay, might as well just do... Um, is it gruesome? It's pretty gruesome. It's a child involved, so might oh. as well do a content warning. Yeah. Right uh, let's just let's just go on with it. Yeah, <laughs> Jeremy Strawmeyer was born in 1978 to parents with significant substance abuse and his mental health. Jesus Christ, not his mental health. They had mental health problems. Okay, apologies. So his mother was um, diagnosed with schizophrenia and was hospitalised over 60 times, um, 50 to 70 times, depending on which source you want to use. And his father was allegedly a drug dealer. Jeremy was taken in by the state pretty quickly and was soon adopted by a very nice family in Long Beach, um, Winnie and John. They were very wealthy. We're talking, this is um, 70s, 80s, we're talking six figures wealthy. So okay. Wealthy. And uh, Jeremy and his sister grew up very privileged. The family had four Porsche cars, travelled a lot, and they had a fucking airplane in the garden just to take for a little spin nice. whenever. So, one sec, babe. So, the sister, she also adopted. No. So, the sister, basically, for some reason, Winnie and John decided that they want to adopt one child and have one biological okay, child. So, right. the sister was their the bio biological daughter. Yeah. Okay, cool. And they adopted Jeremy when right. he was very little. Um, so, yeah, by all accounts, Jeremy was a regular kid. So, you know, so what a lucky break for him, if you yeah. think about it. Yeah. yeah, amazing. They were, you know... It was amazing. Yeah. Um, and it was all good until the family moved to Singapore for Winnie's job for a year. And that's when the trouble with Jeremy started. He started drinking and being a mouthy little shit, which um, the parents thought was regular teenage rebellion, which is fair enough, really. We've all been there, haven't we? We yeah. <laughs> So when Winnie's assignment was um, extended, they were going to enroll Jeremy for one more semester at Singapore American School. But to their shock, the school refused. They didn't want to take Jeremy in. They were going to expel him anyway if they weren't already leaving. Uh, it seems that they were tired of his shit already. And the last straw was when he came in high on the last day of school. And, you know, Singapore and drugs. I mean, those countries generally are a lot yeah. more stricter than, uh, than Western countries. Um, is it Singapore the... that to this day has death penalty for drugs? I think drug smuggling or... Yes, the, possibly. The, recently, I think it was um, Indonesia recently someone that has it. Yeah, but I think... Um, but yeah. it possibly... It could be the same. Could role. be. Yeah. I know some of... Yeah, they're, they're all pretty... But I did recently hear about a story, but it was Indonesia where they, they were killed, I think, and Philippines as well. They get killed oh, for... Oh, Philippines, definitely, um, yeah. For the, the drugs. Yeah, there's thing. still death penalty over that, so I imagine Singapore is probably quite probably similar. Probably the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's bad, bad stuff. Anyway, yeah, right? I mean, exactly. they, were, they were not impressed with the whole thing. Um, however, like his father denies that this is the case, that Jeremy was hired that day, because he claims that when he picked him up that day, nothing was amiss. Uh, Jeremy's eyes were a little bit red from chlorine in the swimming pool because he went for a bit of a swim earlier, but that's it. He wasn't high, just had red eyes from chlorine. <laughs> it's very it, it is death penalty there, so yeah. It's oh, is there in Singapore? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, there just you for go. the for the the listeners. Okay. Yeah. It's legit. Have, yeah. To, have to Google that. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. There so, you go. Yeah. Drags big no no in Asia. Yeah. There we go. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> but yeah, no, he wasn't high. He just had red eyes from chlorine. Sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. No, that's what every there. dad says. Yes, I've been there, yeah. <laughs> oh, I know, right? Um, so they had to return to Long Beach, where Jeremy resumed his education, and his parents hoped that the drinking and the shitty attitude would stop. Of course it didn't, because why would it? Uh, he did okay at school, actually, without having to study much. He was one of those, you know, naturally gifted people. Well, he was quite mm. intelligent, I suppose you can say. Um, but it seemed that there were two sides to Jeremy, depending on who you'd asked. And people who knew one side never thought that he had another. He could be an incredibly sweet, well-mannered, smart kid, but there was a much darker personality hiding beneath. Jeremy would log into the internet. Yes, it's the internet days we're talking about now. Um, he would log into the internet in his room using his password, kill, and he would visit websites like Nasty, Hardcore Heaven, Erotic World, and Cyberporn. <laughs> Which I think most teenagers would. Yeah. However. But was there anything off about these particular sites? Were they very hardcore? Or... He downloaded over 800 files from those that were wow. called, for example, My Daughter at Five or Slamming at Six. So basically he had a shitload of child porn downloaded on his computer. Uh huh. Apparently he liked it when his girlfriends uh, would wear ponytails and wear little schoolgirl outfits. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, so. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so that's Jeremy. One of his favourite pastimes was um, he liked to brag to his friends about his, quote, whore dragging. I bet you want to know what whore dragging yes. is. Yes. He would um, get a sex worker to the car to, you know, discuss oh, um, having, like, a transaction. Yeah. And then he would grab her arm and make the driver speed off, dragging the woman along until he felt ready to let her go. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And he needed a driver for that because he already lost his driving license. Uh, so because who, of a who were the DUI. drivers? That his, his stupid fucking idiot friends. They all probably thought it was funny at yeah. the time, yeah. Because yeah. that's what dumb like kids at that age think these things are funny, innit? I would like to think not all. I hope so. <laughs> I, I definitely didn't think these things yeah. were funny then. Yeah, but that, that's just something. That's that, crazy. I mean, that's the kids just... might not even have known. He would just tell them to speed away. Oh, and then, shit, you know, yeah. he might not even see it the fucking have been woman they drive. Yeah. yeah, so, I, I mean, I don't know. I imagine. No, I it's know. petrifying. I have, it happened to a friend of mine, you know. Really? Like, well, obviously, it wasn't whore dragging or anything like that. <laughs> but she jumped out of a car, her friend car because a friend had just dropped her home yeah. and the friend didn't look behind or check or anything to see if the door was shut and stuff so as my friend was shutting the door um, uh, she just raced off so her her jacket got caught before the door <gasps> shut and she was dragged for it like it, she was stra- scratched up and everything it took the, the girl that was driving who was a little bit ditzy anyway I mean, so, who the fuck just speaks honestly, like that we've well, that? got no. like 30 miles an hour when I dropped my friend off home babe I checked that they're at the door at least like, <laughs> did you not even turn around and check if your friend made it to the front door like come on I know she just she was so desperate to see I think a man or something so she just oh, there raced we go. out of fucking there. pussy call. and it, it was painful babe she had to go hospital and it wasn't she even really? that bad it wasn't even a long it wasn't very long or anything but it was it was I mean it's and concrete she, now right? she's scared it's of cars like that friend that got drunk yeah. she doesn't I've offered her a, dry, a ride so many times she's like bro no. I'd rather take the bus or walk oh like she hates cars at now. least on buses the driver fucking looks <laughs> Jesus Christ, that is awful. But yeah, at least it wasn't deliberate. I no, suppose, so that I makes guess. it a little bit better. Yeah. Um, so at that point, uh, his parents were at a loss what to do completely. Yeah, this, is, this is mad, like, property. This is some really shitty behavior Absolutely, right there. Yeah. Um, so Jeremy agreed to see a therapist. Uh, he was about to start college and he was like, fine, I'll fucking go and see okay. the shrink, you know what I mean? 
So his parents thought that it was a step in the right direction yeah. that, you know, okay, maybe we'll get somewhere yeah. with that. He was diagnosed with ADD, Attention mm-hmm. Deficit Disorder, and he got prescribed Dexedrine. Dexedrine is an amphetamine, and the problem was Jeremy was already on amphetamine, just not the non-regulated okay. kind, uh, and a lot of it. He was already, like, on, you know... So they were just helping him feel better. Yeah, I mean, he got... Obviously, this is prescribed yeah. by the doctor, but, but you mix it with the non-prescription Yeah, it's shit. not going to do anything. If anything, it's going to enhance his high. Yeah, right? I, I don't think that's yeah. going to be a good combo. <laughs> In May of 1997, Jeremy, his friend David Cash, and David's dad took a little trip to Nevada, and they spent the night of 25th of May at the Prima Donna Resort and Casino. The other people there that night were uh, Leroy Iverson, his daughter Charisse, and her half-brother Harold. It was a little tradition um, for the Iverson family, uh, every la- because it was Labor Day weekend, basically, and they liked to get away for a cheeky little gamble and, you know, mm. just a little nice time away with the family. Mm. Uh, Leroy's uh, partner and Charisse's mother, Yolanda Maluel, didn't join them that weekend, as she'd been fighting with Leroy, and she was staying at her sister's at the time, so... She was staying with her sister for a couple of weeks just to like get away from Leroy, so she yeah, she wasn't there. Yoland met Leroy when she was 15, and they moved in together a year later. She soon became pregnant and dropped out of school. Leroy was 45 at the time. <sighs> yeah. So the, I've, I've, got, I've got a lot of thoughts about that, but I'm, gonna, I'm not going to... There's no need. We're, we're all thinking the same thing, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, thinking the same mm, thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the age difference became a problem very quickly. Fucking obviously. Obviously. Goodness. And by the time uh, they were away, Yoland kind of kept Leroy's food in a separate fridge and they slept in separate beds and they had a lot of dis- disagreements. So when Leroy met Yoland, he was a single father to Harold, but he did have more children previously who he'd lost. Simonfold um, Leron died of sudden death syndrome in 1986. Two years old, sorry, two years later, Jonta, who was born prematurely, died from respiratory failure, and 17-month-old Jonathan died due to acute meningitis causing swelling of the brain. There were some accusations of abuse, obviously, uh, and after Jonathan's death, social workers visited his household 58 times in 10 months as part of a program to keep families together and improve their parenting skills. Uh, the abuse claims were never proven, and to be fair, it does seem like those poor kids were just sick. Yeah, it was just really. Well, for once, it shows like the social workers actually did their They job. did try, they like did their due diligence. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. So, you know what? Credit to them, they yeah. did check on this family. Yeah. For sure. So, yeah, it honestly just seems like those poor babies were just, yeah. you know, just horrible tragedies, really. Uh, but now, Leroy was a 50, 58-year-old retired bus driver with a plethora of health issues. Uh, he walked with a cane, had high blood pressure, diabetes, like, you know, the whole lot. He was just a very sickly man. It does seem that he loved uh, Charisse. He, she was always taken care of. School uniforms were always clean and ironed um, nicely. And he would come to school to pick her up 20 minutes early every day so that she would never have to wait. And by all means, it seems like he was a loving father to her. Mm. Who, you know. He was a loving father, if somewhat forgetful, when there were gambles to be made. On 25th of May, Harold, the younger child, her Charisse's stepbrother, mm. Uh, he was tasked with keeping an eye on Charisse while Leroy gambled. 
He stayed with his dad most of the time, but Sharice was um, getting restless because she was fucking seven. So obviously, you know, there's only so much time a seven-year-old will stay quiet yeah. when not having anything to do in a fucking casino. You know, it's not exactly the most child-friendly mm-hmm. place. She would wander away to play, and the security recalled that they had to escort her back to Leroy on at least two occasions. And they alle- allegedly told Leroy to take the kids and just fucking leave. Yeah. Uh, but he didn't. They just stayed there. So it's possible they just went out and right back in. You know, I mean, if you're going to bring a seven-year-old to this place mm. with gambling and drinking, at least, like, bring her I have heard that some casinos actually have, like, play date areas for children. Which there you go. Which is just terrible. Yeah. They shouldn't, though. Yeah, but so it's better than leaving them alone in the room, I guess. Anyway. Yeah, I guess. This but you're so. absolutely right, though. What, why, <laughs> if you're a parent that needs desperately to gamble and drink crazy, and have that weekend, why are your kids even involved in that scenario? Mate, it's just, yeah. when I heard that, I was like, really? I've been to a casino in Canada uh, on the, one of the Indian reservations, yeah. and that was fucking weird. I'm not going to lie. I'm not a big fan of casinos anyway. No, well, but what did you see there? Why is it so weird? It was just so weird, because these people... I'm not. I'm not a big gambling no. person. I like a cheeky gamble here and there, but nothing same, major. Same. But it's just. It was like a whole. I don't know. It's just a vibe. Babe, of the you place can see so in weird. their eyes, like the there's eyes something are, in their eyes oh when God. they're gambling. Where you're Seriously. like, oh, this man is lost. Yeah, you're literally thinking that because I've seen it. Because we, I've gone a couple of times in central London and mm. I've been to the casinos, and it's fun for us because we fun, do it yeah. in a random night, and we yeah, don't yeah. care. Like we go in there with a budget. Like I always yeah. go in there saying, okay, I don't mind if I lose this much or exactly, whatever. Yeah. And that's our limit, and we don't really go past that because it's not a thing for us. It's just a little bit of fun. Yeah. But I, when I go into the casinos, I see men there with literally their week's pay in their hands in the envelope they got it from like yeah. you know like their payday check envelopes in their hands and people that work they've told me a lot of them that they literally the day they get paid that same evening a lot of these guys just rinse out their entire pay in the, that one evening yeah. Like, it can be that bad. And it's it's crazy. It's like, terrifying. Yeah, you can see in some of their faces, like, it's mm. it was a weird one. Yeah, so, I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Casinos kind of weirds me out because of that. Because of the people yeah. who are there, because they have to be yeah. there. You know what I mean? It's, it's not, not as like It's not like the movies where they see, show no, pretty people really drinking martinis isn't. and, like, wearing sexy no. clothes and, like, having a good time. It's not like that. There's a lot no. of sadness in there. There is. Yeah, for sure. Oh, my God. I went to Paddy Power once with Paul because it was putting, like, a bet on. And there was this one man on one of the stupid, not fruit machine, but it was yeah. one of those machines. And he literally started punching the machine and, like, the look in his eye, I will never fucking forget is the look they've got yeah. I was just like I want to leave can we like bed somewhere else <laughs> please fucking leave this is this is so terrifying you like you're sorry. oh my god down the pool, paddy oh, honestly gambling is bad don't gamble guys don't honestly, gamble honestly it's, 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 it's <laughs> know people. your limits yeah know your limits when you go down that Fuck road yeah. man I've seen people though yeah yeah lost houses and tens and hundreds of thousands of their savings yeah mate like it can really take you down man and it looks like Leroy was one of those people who had clearly he had a seven year old that twice got lost at least twice at least twice and then and at this point you as a parent you must be like come on man like mm. uh, this clearly I can't leave this kid alone I might as well yeah. just take her with me or you know just be there well that's the problem because the family didn't actually have a room booked for the night and it's unclear whether Leroy didn't book one or there weren't any available so we don't know whether there weren't any available or if he just knew that he was gonna gamble the night away and there was no need to get a bed so um no. So what the Harold and, and the daughter were like, what, just, just walking around the hotel? Yeah, Harold was just with his dad most of the time. Oh, she, so she was alone? Yeah, she was just running around, like, you know, 
feral child. Like, wow. Yeah, so she was just running around, really. There were other kids there, so obviously she was like, you know, yeah. she was just, yeah. Just keeping herself entertained. Yeah, yeah. basically. And around 3am, Therese fell asleep in the seat of final lap, the race car game at the casino. You know the one we used yeah. to? Yeah. Yeah, one of those. About an hour later, Jeremy, who was also there, was trying to chat up a 16-year-old girl, showing off his fake ID, nipple and tongue piercings, and generally being an obnoxious prick that he is, Yeah. Uh, when he got hit with a wet paper towel. When he turned around, he saw it was Cherise playing with another child, and so Jeremy gave chase, starting an innocent game of tag with Cherise. They played for a bit, and apparently they were playing hide-and-seek, and Jeremy told Therese that the best place to hide is the ladies' toilet. She ran to the ladies, and Jeremy followed a few moments later, making sure the coast was clear before entering, as seen on CCTV looking around before going in. Inside, they started throwing paper towels again. What Cherise didn't notice was that Jeremy was slowly cornering her into the disabled cubicle, which was obviously much bigger than the, the other ones. He suddenly grabbed Cherise and put his hand over her mouth to stop her from crying out, whilst groping and undressing her with the other one. The door to the bathroom door opened. The door to the bathroom opened. The door to the bathroom door opened. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> it was David Cash, Jeremy's friend, that he was there with. David watched Jeremy take Cherise into the stall. He went into the adjacent cubicle to kind of like peek over the top. You know, this never yeah. doesn't go all the way to the top. So he peeked over the top and he saw Cherise struggle in Jeremy's grip and heard Jeremy say, shut up or I'll kill you. CCTV showed David entering the bathroom and leaving two minutes later. He later testified, quote, I was telling him to let go, trying to get him to come out of that restroom. I knew at that point that the little game they were playing kind of crossed the line. I was tapping on his forehead. At one point, I accidentally knocked off his hat. He looked up at me, kind of in a stare, you know, like he didn't care what I was saying. So that was that. And then David walked out, and we'll come back to him in a moment. because He sounds like a legit good citizen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a whole thing with him. It's a whole thing with David. But yeah, he'll... I mean, how are you going to witness something like that? And honestly, I don't even know what to say. (laughs) I just don't know what to say. Like, even if you're scared of the guy, or you don't think you can... It's your friend. Why would you be fucking scared? But even if that was the case, go shout for help, man. This is a kid. The seven-year-old girl. All you have to do is inform the next person you see Literally. and take it from or, there. You know what? It was a woman's toilet, right? Yeah. Let's stand there and wait for a woman and tell her what's going on. And I bet you any money she'd probably knock the door down and drag him out. <sighs> like, it's just, just yeah. unbelievable. I mean, all you have to do is tell one person. Someone will it's get someone literally. to check it out. That's all you need to no do. You don't, have to, no one don't have to confront them yourself. Even if you have no power, when you see a child and hurt, something within you wants to help this child. You would think. Well, you're going you're gonna to enjoy David's... Um, comments later about that but um, now Jeremy and Therese were alone in the bathroom again Uh, he raped her Uh, whilst the assault was happening two women entered the bathroom desperate to keep Therese quiet Jeremy squeezed her neck when the women left he strangled her as he was about to leave he noticed that she was still breathing he reached his arm um, over her neck and squeezed really hard trying to break it like in the fucking movies, apparently. That's what he said. So he was trying to break it oh. in the movies. He finally heard a popping sound and her head twisted. And he was very proud of himself at that point that he managed to strangle a fucking seven-year-old. Because he's a big, big man with a big dick, isn't he? He then... Oh, it's so awful. 
He then squashed her into the toilet bowl, feet first, and then kind of folded her body in half. You know, like yeah, face yeah forward. Um, and she was found half an hour later. And I do not envy the person who found her because I just that can't. would probably scar you for life. Yeah, I think that's Honestly we're talking serious therapy kind of stuff. Or like this is um, the people have killed themselves after witnessing certain things. Like yeah, that, I, finding certain things like that. That, that I think especially be, a child. I feel like that oh, yeah, kind of shit just is horrifying. Just the, you describing that. Yeah, imagine actually walking into seeing that. Oh, I think I think I think I would just burst yeah. into tears and run away. I don't know. This is awful. Um, so Jeremy, the CCTV shows that Jeremy was in the bathroom for twenty-four minutes in total. When he casually left, David grabbed him and told him his dad was waiting for them because they they needed to leave. He asked Jeremy what happened, to which he responded, "I killed her." David had only one follow-up question, and that was, "Was the little girl sexually aroused?" Oh gosh. He was obviously later asked why the fuck he asked that question. Like, who the fuck goes, what? And he said, I don't know. It's just the way I think. So David Cash is a fucking gem. They decided that if they were caught, they would say that they were just playing hide and seek. Um, Charisse locked herself in the stall and David left, followed by Jeremy. And that was that because they are that smart, because that's a great thing alibi, isn't it? <laughs> and they returned home to Long Island, Long Beach. Um, they were no criminal masterminds, though, and soon the footage from the casino was all over the news, because obviously there's a shitload of cameras everywhere, because casinos don't like it when you try to scan them. So they've got yeah. that CCTV going on there. On don't lock. They? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so fellow students um, started recognising him and some of them spoke to the police, so he was promptly arrested. Not without being a fucking dick, though. Uh, he did try to run away through his backyard when the police turned up, but obviously he felt miserably. They got him straight away. The crime was so evil and shocking that all commercial airlines refused to have him on board to fly him back to Nevada. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. They were just like, fuck no, he's not stepping on our planes. Um, they had to literally arrange a private jet to get him there. During the flight, the officers escorting him remarked how casual and emotionless he was. He didn't seem worried at all and kept on talking about planes and airline industry because remember, they've got a private plane at home, so he knows a little bit about planes. And yeah, he was just making jokes about plane crashes and stuff. And the guards were just like, the fuck is wrong with that kid? <laughs> the trial came. And basically, the defense's main argument was uh, Jeremy's unfortunate upbringing and his biological parents' mental health issues and substance abuse. So basically, they said, oh, like, look at him. He's genetically kind of yeah, like... Yeah, wrong. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that's that's why his behavior is as such. Uh, speaking of, actually, uh, Winnie and John, his uh, adopted parents, yeah. in 1999, uh, sued L.A. County and its adoption workers for not disclosing the details about his birth parents, um, as they apparently informed them prior to adoption that they couldn't accept a child with a family history of mental illness or, this is a quote, a retardation, and they were misled. So basically they were like, you gave us a faulty child and we said we couldn't take one that has, you know, some sort of not great family history. Uh, the case was dismissed in 2002 due to the statute of limitations expiring. So I don't know if they would have won that one or not. I do think that they were wrong for if they hid it from the parents. I do. Think I think so. The the adoption agency were very wrong mm. to hide that from the parents because 
another thing maybe is you could have similar situations in your own family like you might have mental health in your own family so when you're adopting a child you don't want to it could be like both people could clash it could be a problem innit? Yeah. so it's very true so, and they're already doing a big thing by taking on a child so <clears throat> surely Absolutely. it's their right to know in a sense I'm just saying that because you know it's hilarious that they sue them yeah but that's but, a typical American reaction isn't it? <laughs> just fucking yeah. I'll sue you but to be fair I, I suppose they had a bit of a point because I feel like I don't know how it works in the UK, yeah. but I don't know if you have to disclose that kind of stuff. Um, but don't get me wrong, Winnie and John supported um, Jeremy throughout the trial. They never like because of course they never dropped him. They must have loved the kid. Yeah, definitely. They loved yeah. him, and you know they were just like we fucking told you we can't do that yeah. and you never disclose what yeah. his actual family history yeah, is which I yeah it's fair it's, yeah. yeah I don't think there was anything wrong with that to be honest no I think that was really unfair to hide it from them yeah. but at the same time it's so I also it understand why they supported him as well because yeah. I don't think you can just like no matter how evil they are when you care no, about no. somebody especially a child honestly Winnie and John I it's your child isn't it so yeah. he's their son yeah. and as fucked up as he is yeah. they kind of stood by him yeah. they were just like we're not happy that you didn't tell yeah. us what, what you know you can't blame the parents a lot of cases you you hear a lot of people like complain about the parents being a lot of the time stuff. it is the fucking parents starting oh, the no. kids on that journey oh, that's a it? different situation but sometimes when the parent supports the, the oh, child yeah. Yeah. people give them a hard time but it's like yo like I'm sure they probably hate to be in the situation more than anyone else in the world but yeah. you know you can't like that love that unconditional child love is hard to like talk about really innit? It's, it, it's it is I, I know how much my mum loves me and I think I, yeah. could, I could do a lot of bad stuff and she, she was Still, yeah, 100%. I think it would take a lot for yes. her to abandon me, you know? Yeah. I, mean? I don't think my mum will ever abandon me. <laughs> like, I think I could do, I could be the worst of the worst, and she will, she'd cry and pray and, yeah. and, and hate that I've become this thing, but she'll probably be Step by my by, side yeah, and, yeah. And, and try and drag me away from whatever hole, hole I'm falling into yeah. as much as she can, like with her life. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. you know. So I get it, yeah. It's, it's a hard one. It's a hard yeah. one. Um, so yeah anyway back to the trial yeah. now yeah the defense oh yeah it was defense uh, defense yeah another thing they said they claimed that Jeremy was high as a fucking kite during the murder and not in control and as such David Cash was the real murderer and I have a lot of problems with that statement um what? But okay, let's get back to David at last because yes. I know you're dying to know what's I going do, on with yeah, David. I really do. He became a witness for the prosecution, actually. Yeah. So he swapped sides. Well, not really, you know. Uh, so obviously, he got a lot of shit from everyone for what he did. Yeah, hundred percent. Didn't do. He could have saved. Um, not could have. He would have saved that girl's yeah. life. Yeah, because he saw the interaction immediately as it was happening. If he had run out to get and, and security on the weather, she would have been saved from the 20 minute of torture that she went through before she died. Yeah, 100%. Um, so Sharice's family wanted him to be charged as an accessory to murder. 100%. Obviously, yeah. yeah. They, they weren't the only ones. People no. agreed. It's like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Uh, students at UC Berkeley, which he attended, wanted him expelled. There were literally they had uh, like um, rallies and protests and like everything. They just fucking expel David Cash. Yeah. Um, the university declined, saying that there was no basis for that, as he wasn't convicted of any crime. Which okay, I guess he wasn't, but um, he was. Yeah, he was branded the bad Samaritan, and his inaction led to the Sharice Iverson bill requiring people to report any suspicions that a minor is being sexually or otherwise abused and a risk of fine or possible jail time if they don't. So he was the, 
the reason that there's a law. If you see something happening to a child, you have I to report it. I can't believe that we're living in a society where such a There has to be has a law like that. You know what I mean? It's wow. fucking insane. Honestly. Can you believe that shit? It's just, oh. But um, yeah, hopefully David to this day is on some sort of watch list because he later told LA Times in an interview. I'm not going to get upset over somebody else's life. I just worry about myself first. I'm not going to lose sleep over somebody else's problems. And then, <laughs> can you fucking believe this shit? And then he claimed that being in the papers made it easier for him to score with women. Wow. I'm no idiot. I'll get my money out of this. I hope he's on a list. I hope he's being watched because this is some serious fucking psychopath psychopath, mate. Seriously. I know. It's I mean, the second insane. question he asked already tells you what kind of weird you know it mean? is. Like, that's just the weirdest question I could ever think of. Because it's not even like it's not even like he was like if he if Jeremy was hurting or sexually assaulting an adult yeah. woman and that's asking bad that question, that's already bad enough. But asking that question is a little bit different. Yeah. But to, to he's assaulting a child, and yeah. that's the second thing that pops in your like he was dying to ask that question. He was waiting outside the bathroom to literally. ask him. Like I don't even. That's what it fucking sounds like. Isn't it? He just like, waited for a little report to know what happened. was going on. And what was she holding? Yeah, She's seven. You sick fuck. Yeah, literally. What, the what fuck? is going on? And the, oh. the, and all this other nonsense he said just shows you what kind of man he yeah. is. Seriously, I can't believe he's going to get rid of Scoring with women, yeah. I fucking highly doubt that, honestly. And if he is, then women, we need to do better. Babe, you know, we that, need to have do you better. seen that documentary on Netflix with Nightcrawler or, or Nightcrawler? Or... Oh, was it about um, Richard Ramirez? Yes. Yeah. And you saw the women. He, it's just yeah, insane. It's crazy. It? It's crazy it's to me. So, insane. like, there might be some psycho woman out there that was giving him some, some tale. That, but I mean, he didn't even... He didn't do anything. He was just a fucking coward. It doesn't matter. Like, but it, he's in the papers. I suppose, that's the yeah. thing, in it. I feel like that's sometimes that's all these people look out for. Oh god, that's oh, I fucking hope. I hope he was lying. Honestly, ladies, we need to we need to have some standards. If over there were here. women that were sleeping with him, you guys need to really think about your decisions, ladies. Girls, Seriously. have a think. Have a serious think. think about look at it. Your, yourself in the mirror and. Have a think about it. Do you really? Do you really want to do this? <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Jeremy pleaded guilty to first degree murder, first degree kidnapping, to sexual assault and a minor, and so he avoided the death penalty. He spent the last two decades um, arguing and crying that his lawyers pressured him into pleading guilty, which if they hadn't... Uh, uh, first of all, his lawyers are saying that's bullshit. No, we didn't do any of that sort. In 2016, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that juveniles who committed a single murder and received a life sentence should have a chance of parole. And uh, yeah, I don't know if I mentioned, but he was 17 when it happened, so he was a minor. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, he was 18. So no, he was 17. I think the trial was, was just was about 18. to go to college. Just right? on, so yeah, he was yeah. probably on the border of 17. Yeah, just like yeah. that. So as he was young when he committed the crime, there was um, a hearing in his case, and the ruling was like, you know, to basically. Um, he should be paroled because he was a young, he was a minor yeah. when it happened. And that's the verdict. So it is, quote, The court finds that Strohmeyer's actions were not the result of impulsive adolescent behavior, but instead were the result of pre-existing motives and well-thought-out fantasies. His life sentence is not disproportionate to the crime despite the harshness. Good, he's staying in prison, he ain't going that way. So, you know, there's more appeals, blah, 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 obviously, as you do. He wrote a letter to the family, blah, 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 no one gives a fuck because it's not genuine anyway. He's just trying to look good through the parole yeah. hearings. He can just suck a dick, really. You raped and killed a seven-year-old kid? 
you got no no you know what I'm saying you got no leg to stand on no. I don't want to hear it no I didn't have it just, no. just, just be quiet I would be fuming if I got a letter from him like a fake letter yeah. of no serious pretending to be fucking yeah, sorry I would be fuming I know I'll be like honestly uh, so uh, during Sharice's funeral her parents sat apart they hadn't spoken since her death obviously it was obviously. a little bit they were already yeah. on rocky ground anyway and it was just they I both mean, I, I wouldn't even blame the missus if she punched him in the face yeah you know that dad really let, like he let he let his daughter down he really has. I feel like he has. He because I did. feel like he's probably been doing this for, for donkey's years. You and know probably I mean? not even thinking about these kind of no. dangers that he put his kid in. No. But I don't get it because if I have, if I had a seven-year-old in my grip, I am literally putting them on a harness, like strapped to my belt. You know what I mean? They ain't going nowhere. Babe, when I take my cousins, <laughs> my baby cousins out, like, and they're not, like, they're like teen, like early teens, like seven, eight, nine, ten-year-olds, whatever. Mm. When I was taking them out, babe, my eye, I couldn't, I, I had an it's eye It's stressful, is it? It's so stressful. Man. It's the most stressful thing ever. And it's only for a few hours, but I can't, like, I need to make sure they're with me. Even if they wanted to go to the bathroom, we go as a group. Yeah, man. I don't even separate the group. <laughs> no, I'm like, okay, no. one girl needs to go to the bathroom, we're all going to the bathroom. <laughs> like, that's literally how I was with them, because I just don't know how you could. No, yeah, I don't get it either. Yeah, like, take that risk. But this guy is just happily allowing his child. You can be like, oh, it was the 90s, it was a different time. No, yeah, sure. Predators were around for a long, long time, as yeah. history has shown many times. He probably he probably felt at home in the casino and he thought he, that he just nothing, nothing bad would happen. He was so happen. obsessed with his gambling. Oh, it that's the even, thing. Yeah, it's yeah. unbelievable. He was still busy doing his own fucking yeah. thing. And, you know, it's, it's just awful. But, um, okay, l- listen to this. <laughs> so they both, both parents, Sharice's yeah. parents, um, filed a wrongful death lawsuit against Jeremy and the casino, yeah. the Prima Donna Resort. Um, on top of that, uh, Leroy sued the casino for slander after he allegedly asked for a hundred dollars, a hotel room, two plane tickets, money for Sharice's funeral, and a six pack shortly after her death in exchange for not filing for a lawsuit. Wow! Shows how much he cared. Yeah. So this is obviously allegedly, but that's what they're claiming, and I am inclined to think that is possible that that has happened oh let's just leave it at that just yeah not not much to say about i'm just that. thinking about like the, what did the role of the hotel like for the parents to sue like i don't think the hotel did like could have done anything i don't think it's the hotels or the casino's fucking responsibility. responsibility absolutely i think it's the parents responsibility yeah and you can't deny that Especially okay it happened on in in the casino, which yeah. sucks, but it's not their fault, really, no. is it? That a sicko came in yeah. and a neglecting... Was taken advantage. Neglected child was and there. And bear in mind, they were playing around for a little while. Yeah. Like he, he, and most of these predators, they manipulate the child in and play yeah. these games. And how easy are this manipulate? And things on. like that. And the kid was bored. The kid wanted to have some fun. Babe, but it was four in the morning. The poor girl should be in fucking bed. Literally. like She should not have on? been there in the first place. Yeah, it's unbelievable. No. So yeah. I have, the, the dad should have been punished, I think, in this situation for neglecting his child, for reckless endangerment of his kid. <sighs> I suppose he has been by losing her, possibly. Well, uh, yeah, that's good enough. 
I, I mean, I get that the parents are upset. I get people do that, the suing and stuff. But I don't think the hotel really could. Like, no, I think it's just you know. I think it's probably. I imagine it's probably some lawyers jumping on it and going, yeah, yeah we can fucking do it. We can, yeah, we can do it. Yeah, and Paris obviously grieving like you're not yeah. your most rational self, no. are you? And money, babe, money changes a lot of people's feelings oh, real sure. quickly. Like, that's the one it makes thing. grief a little bit smoother, doesn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> For some people. For anyway. some people, anyway. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy got married in the visiting room of Lovelock Correctional Centre in Obviously. 2009. What is it with these crazy women right. we're just talking about right now? I know. Seriously, I this know. guy too? I don't remember her name, but she had like a whole fucking blog post or whatever about, oh, we're just normal women. I have a cat. I have a Toyota. I love. And it's like, it was fucking When awesome. was it? 2009? Yeah, 2009. Yeah, he got married. Um, I couldn't I couldn't really find any updates on her if the marriage is still, Are they still going. together? I, don't, I couldn't find it. It was only one little snippet that said he got married, so I don't know. It must be, because if it was divorced, it would be mentioned then, isn't it? Yeah, I imagine so. I don't know. I just don't know what to say to this, honestly. (laughs) Oh, and also, um, by the way, prior to the trial, when he got first arrested, um, so he basically implies that he did what he did with Charisse, because she was black. Charisse was a black girl, and he's a white man, and he basically said, I would would just go away with it, because she's black and I'm white. Oh my god. And so he couldn't be in fucking general population for a while, because they were like, they're gonna kill him. They're gonna kill him. Yeah. Which... I don't know. The way I see it, just let them out in gen pop and see what fucking happens. I was told that most child predators don't even get into gen pop because their their lives are at risk. They usually get the solitude or the the private one, which I think is too luxurious. Do you know what I mean? They get the not only are they probably the worst fuck people of all, they also get the most the best treatment. But saying that, I think I do think that especially with American uh, prisons that we've read about, Mm. the things that happen in prison are horrid. Yeah. Like it's really hard, and some of the people that go into prison, they go in there for like petty crimes. They're young yeah. boys, and they come out hard. Oh, I criminals. feel like half of the population of prison in America shouldn't even be literally. That. You know, one percent of the American population is in prison. Like that's a high number. Fuck. Yeah, something like that. I read somewhere that. 1%. But you know, in prison, it's in America. I believe it's all privatized. So yeah, they so want this money making situation. Absolutely, you know I mean? that it's should not be now. a fucking thing. Yeah, so. I heard they're trying to bring something like that in the UK. I hope <laughs> we, I hope we fight like that. that. I hope we as country fights so. if they ever do but apparently they've already started like privatizing like probation officers and things like that so I it's not looking good yeah, in the last few years that there's yeah, some it's definitely not like a, it's not a, a policy we should follow it's clearly no. corrupt Absolutely it's really not. badly corrupt and there's some of those stories you hear about these young kids that just they effed up they go to prison they should learn from prison and come out better but instead the prison life messes them up so yeah. much they come out worse they come out mm. either high on drugs well, or they, no, they come things. out more skilled yes and they they get through real bad tortures in prison and those things are not fair but then to see that these men that hurt children to Mm. have a completely different prison experience kind of sucks really when you think about it but then generally I'm not saying that they should be prison violence I think they should do something about that but it just sucks that this is the the way the world works isn't it yeah Yeah. it just yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not condoning like violence in prison. No, I don't think that not. should. That, be... that should that, that that messes you up more. Like that shouldn't happen. There should be stricter rules. There yeah. should be more guards and all kinds of things to change that. I just I don't know just how I feel up. about him being protected. Literally, from by a seventeen-year-old boy not that might only for, yeah. not only for 
killing and raping yeah. a child, but also saying shit about oh, I'm white so I can get yeah, away with get it away because with you're just it. a black and not girl. having even a even a give a shit. Yeah, not even a five percent sympathy from him. Nothing. Do you know what I mean? No, and he's gonna he's gonna be fucking sending letters to the family. Unbelievable. Whatever. Um, so I mean. The Sharice's mother, she's just kind of away, yeah. and and Harold, they just um, Nero died, uh, I believe, a few years after that. I don't think I wrote it down, but um, yeah, he died a few years after, so that's probably why the court thing, like you know, the lawsuits are not yeah. really. It's not clear what happened. Um, Yoland has kind of removed herself; she doesn't want to be in the public eye, which I don't blame her. No. Just you know, uh, and same with Harold. So I just hope they they found their peace with what happened. And, um, honestly. And also David Cash. Of I course, really yeah. hope to fucking God David Cash is on the fucking honest watch to God, list. Babe, I think, honestly, if, if Jeremy didn't get caught for his crimes, if they, if there was some delay in arresting him, if they couldn't have the information, if the boys walked away there free, yeah. I think that Jeremy and David Cash together would have probably done things together. <laughs> I 100% believe that. Like, because it's, it's just insane how okay he was with the whole thing. Absolutely. It's, I understand. I could kind of have understand. Yeah. He walked in. He didn't quite process what he was seeing. Yeah, I can understand. He walked away. Yeah. But then he was like, well, she aroused. Like, yeah. no, no, no. No, and even after he it didn't It might take any... you a day, but then you yeah. fucking report and, that and shit. And even uh, after, he he didn't seem like he was uh, any remorse that oh, he Oh, he was report. just enjoying he the was fucking just like, spotlight. Well, the spotlight's great for me. Yeah. Like, infamous, whatever. But still, uh, some kind of fame. Like, How is it that these psychopaths fucking find each other honestly what the fuck how is it how? that we we normal people walking around can't even find a good friend do you know what I like, mean we meet like 10 people out of the 10 people maybe one person maybe if we're lucky reason. I know yeah. but most people we meet in our day to day lives turn out to be kind of shitty people anyway yeah. but these psychopaths and sociopaths seem to find each other it's like a honestly they just, it's I don't know, like, like a magnet honest to god they put some kind of way of telling for real it's fucking insane how these people can like how often do you find them working and then Susan it's like what the actual fuck yeah, how can you imagine yeah. me asking you oh shall we go on the, on the prowl tonight yeah. and I'll fucking kill a man and be like yeah alright go on well, I don't even know what I would say baby if you <laughs> bought that up we could be plastered but if you actually bought that up saying yo should we just take a man I'd be like what I don't even know how to react to that <laughs> right. like seriously like it's crazy oh my god like you're right even if the initial shock of what he saw um, whatever I think that could looked, happen you're just like, kind yeah, of like your brain is fried yeah. and you don't know what's going on that's very true but like uh, at the same time his that question after shows you that, that and, was and the case. fact that he didn't even want to call the police later on report it himself saying yeah I went to the casino with my friend he did it I witnessed it nothing David Cash after was freaking the fuck out he was kind of like thinking of going on the run as well because he was like well because he sounds like a selfish kind anyway. Oh, he's an awful, awful human being. Yeah. I think he's married now and all of that. And I, I really, I hope to fucking God he's not. Listen, if there's it. a crazy woman marrying Jeremy, I'm not surprised that David Cash. David Cash is God. just like walking apart. Literally, like, like I just don't get these guys. I really don't. But you're right. If if they didn't get caught for this, if Jeremy didn't get caught for this, I think they would have been a duo. Of, yeah. Or at least he would have. Jeremy definitely would have been. You know, because he clearly seemed to have loved. What that uh, that killing yeah. the child? Yeah, at the did. very least, David would have been like he was satisfied with uh, trying to cheer the neck and everything. Yeah. Like yeah, so which he, I, I feel like he should have been done for being an accomplice in this case. Absolutely, if he witnessed it with his so, own eyes, he literally tapped Jeremy in the head, saying, "Yo, what you doing?" and stuff like that's too much for me. Do you know what I mean? I'm it, sorry, no. I could not. Like, if I was uh, the parent or related to the victim, I I don't think I could, could get over this. Mm. 
Yeah, I mean, it's his passion. And they're all grown enough. I don't want to hear this, though. They're all teenagers. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't give a fuck. We, at a very young age, know right and wrong. At a very young age. So please, don't tell me this. I still... I know I'm old now, but I do remember when I was 16, I was a fucking idiot. Even 18, even 20, I was an idiot. But I knew... Even at 25, babe, I think I was a bit of an idiot. I am just growing into... Yeah, Yeah, I'm just now growing into an adult. But it's an idiot for silly stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, we let a boy break our heart or something like that. Yeah, like, oh, I shouldn't be smoking weed right now, but I've gone anyway. Yeah, there you go. Stuff like that. Where we know we shouldn't do it, but you know, whatever, we do it. But it's never for, see, I think from a young age, we know that the necessary serious, even if we were like 10 years old and we saw something we shouldn't have seen, we would have done something. We would have told a parent, we would have told an adult, because we knew that something's off and we're supposed to do something about it. At a young age, we already understand it. Yeah, I'm not going to buy the shit that he was 16 and, oh, my mom had schizophrenia. Okay, well, that's fine, but your mom never killed anybody. She never killed anyone, mm. so that doesn't make you more likely mm. to kill someone, does it? That's not... Mm. I don't want to fucking hear it. I just, he's just an asshole, and um, yeah, hopefully he's not coming out. It's been a few years now. I mean, <sighs> he's got a wife on the outside, and he, it was a minor case. God knows what's going to happen to him, but mm. um, I do hope they they know better than to let him out, and I think people uh, that, that uh, relate to the young girl and also yeah. other people watch, like following the case, I'm sure that if anything, another parole came out, I'm sure they'd, they'd watch that, and they'd, uh, they'd yeah. stop it from happening. I think that's yeah. the right, right I mean, it did say that he, he got life, didn't he? So, like, normally, yeah, it said 40 years you have to wait. So that was 1990... Nine, nine. Yeah, yeah. No. Is it forty years in America? So it's if you if you have a life with parole, without with the option of parole, is that like minimum forty years? I think the last couple of cases I've done, it seems to be after you're eligible for parole after forty years. Okay. So, so I think that's better than the like that's longer than the UK. Oh, much longer. Yeah, we don't have life sentences. We don't, but no, we do have like, but it's like twenty-five years. I think it is, isn't it? Life is normally twenty-five years, I believe. But you you get. Do you remember the guy that was the taxi driver that was just like walking, literally driving around raping Mm -hmm. women in his his black cat, black black cat. Well, I don't remember his name now, but basically he got, I don't know what it's called, but it's basically sentence. He was about to, he was up for parole last year, I believe. And everyone was like, no, 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 no yeah. we're not doing that. Well, came out uh, but his sentence is not life. It's like something else. And it basically means like indefinitely. Yeah. Literally. So he can be up for parole every, whatever, however many years. So every time but he gets they can keep him there do, yeah. forever kind of thing. Yeah. So I don't remember what it's called. Yeah, we need to look into that. Um, but yeah, life sentence in the UK is not a life sentence. And then no. it's just like, what, 25? I think it's 20 to 25, isn't it? Normally. Yeah. Which, but then in America, it always amuses me when I see fucking free life sentences or like 536 yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, every law, law it's is a weird thing. Yeah. Law is a weird thing. As long as some of these really heinous people yeah. uh, that are clearly not right in the head, that clearly are not going to be doing good in society, <laughs> like this man, as long as they're locked up forever, then that's all that counts. Yeah. That's all we need. Yeah. That's all we need. Sad, Sorry. yeah. And also, uh, talking about this parole situation, I think for certain cases, like this particular case, I don't even think it should be an option. I think no. when a child or something as heinous as this is involved, it should be like, yo, you're you know not what? getting That's parole. actually fair enough. If it's like a crime against children, just don't fucking let them out at all. I don't care how old the situation was. It was a child. Mate, yeah. you're done. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, guys. Go up. <laughs> guys, and let us know what you think, and we will see you again soon. Thank you. Bye. Wait, before you go, 
we would love to hear some feedback. So if you could leave us a review or drop us an email at podofterror@gmail.com or find us on any social media at podofterror, we would love to hear from you guys. Bye.